Hello beautiful sisters, this is Ola Davis with another episode of When Marriage Hurts Podcast. And on this podcast, I just want to briefly talk, on this episode, I want to briefly talk about when we are, when we feel stuck in a marriage that we have come to realize is abusive and then we kind of find ourselves in this dilemma where we're kind of faced with a choice to continue to live life in that marriage or to exit the marriage. See, when you're still stuck in a place where you think you have marriage problems and you're trying to fix the marriage, that's um how do i put it that that ignorance can feel like bliss when you're in a place where you don't even know that what you're experiencing is abuse you just think oh you know they say marriages aren't easy and this is the difficulty you think you're having marriage difficulties But the moment you wake up to the fact that what you're experiencing is actually abuse, you wake up to the fact that you are not the problem and that your spouse is the one who's been abusive, the one who's been unrepentant. When you have, when you have that awakening, you, you become faced with that problem you become faced with that dilemma even if you are not faced with it right away see there's something about when you wake up to the fact that you're being abused you might think that nothing has changed but something's changed about you you were it's like going from being asleep or unconscious to being fully awake you can't really pretend to be unconscious anymore. I mean, even if you were trying, if you were going to pretend to be unconscious, you can only do that for maybe a few minutes or an hour. At some point, you would want to stop pretending, right? Um, I, I've never heard of anyone who's pretend pretended to be in a coma for a whole month. At some point, you're going to get tired of that and you want to stay awake. So it's it's kind of hard to go back into that state of unconsciousness. So if you look at it that way, once you wake up to the abuse, even if you try not to ruffle your spouse's feathers or anything, an abuser would usually notice something's different about you they would notice that something's different about how you respond to them how you respond to their questions how you respond to their attempts to manipulate you how you respond to their attempts to gaslight you how you respond to their attempts to put you down even if you don't actually respond with words they notice something's changed about your body language. They notice something's changed about your attitude. They notice that you're probably not as scared of them as you are anymore if you used to be scared of them. They notice those subtle changes 
right? And they try to gain back control. They feel like they're losing control. And the what subsequently happens is that the, they kind of step up the abuse. The abuse, in, in a lot of cases, the abuse gets worse because the abuser is trying to regain the control that they feel like they're losing. So the, the wife, right, assuming the husband's the abuser, the wife gets to a point where she's continually pushed to the wall, even if she never really wanted to leave a marriage. But the fact that the abuse intensifies, it pushes you to a wall where you're faced with that dilemma and you're thinking, I can't live like this anymore. I can't continue like this anymore. And you almost feel like you can't breathe. And you're faced with that dilemma. So, today's episode, is, that's what I'll be talking about. When you get to that point where you're like, I can't, I can't continue to live like this. But you are also a faith-based person. You're also a Christian and you care about the sanctity of marriage. You care about what God has to say about that. You care about, do you feel strongly about the vows that you took, right? And then you wonder, does God really want me to leave? I mean, I don't want to live like this anymore, but does God want me to exit this marriage? Or does he want me to stay? And I think a lot of you that have found your way to this podcast are kind of like that. Where you may have suffered for years in your marriage. But you have such a strong commitment and dedication to God. That if you knew for sure that he wanted you to stay, you probably would for god's sake right if you're one of those women this episode is especially for you because i used to be that person i used to be that woman too i mean i still am in the sense that i'm still committed to the things that i know god cares about right but i used to be in that position where i was like I don't I don't know like I want to leave but I don't want God to be upset at me for leaving I want to be sure God is on board with this decision I know what that feels like and I know that getting an answer it's almost like you want to receive a text message from heaven or like just have God appear in person in your room and say, it's okay, my daughter, please leave, right? We want that kind of, um, that kind of certainty, right? And some of you might be thinking right now that, you know what, if I could get a text message from heaven, or if I could just have a dream and Jesus appears to me and say, leave that marriage, I would do it. 
I wish I could just have that kind of concrete evidence that this is what God wants me to do. You know, I'm going to say, tell you something. I used to feel that way, but then now I know that even having God appear to you and tell you to leave isn't going to make it easy. Contrary to what you think, it that doesn't make it easy to leave. Because I came to a point where, I mean, I didn't have a dream with Jesus appearing to me. But I could sense God speaking to me in some other ways. I prayed about this for days and my answers didn't come, didn't, at least at first, they didn't exactly come in the form of me having a dream and God speaking to me that way or whatever. But my prayers were answered in such a way that I began to see more and more why it was unsafe for me to stay. I began to see things in my marriage that they were probably there before, but I was just so blinded to. My husband started to say very mean and deadly things that I had never imagined I would hear him say. So it became more difficult for me to live in denial of what was going on. And for me, that was... (laughs) That was confirmation enough for me to leave. Because the fact is, those things didn't have to happen all at the same time. And I also could maybe have been blind to some of those things. But my eyes became so open to it. I couldn't unsee what I was seeing. I couldn't unhear what I was hearing. I was feeling in more and more unsafe and another thing that my eyes became open to was how it was affecting my children i mean my daughter was probably having anxiety for so long but i i couldn't see it because i was caught up in my own issues right i was caught up in my own survival but then i began to see more and more how my confident daughter was becoming this person that was riddled with so much anxiety, couldn't even make the simplest of decisions herself. And that scared me, right? So for those of you having that kind of um, dilemma, what I'm going to tell you is this. You want to take your time to really answer that question. You want to take your time to seek God. You want to take your time to pray for God's direction. Um, And I say all of that not because I believe God wants any woman to stay in an abusive marriage. I really do not believe that. But in this cases, you don't want to... You know, what we tend to do is we want someone who's going to tell us what to do. 
right? We want someone who's going to tell us, oh, no, you have to stay. God wants you to stay. Or someone who's going to tell us, no, 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 God wants you out. We, for a lot of us, we want to be able to, we just want someone to tell us what to do because it's a tough decision to make, right? But if this person that you respect, that you believe knows scriptures comes along and tell you this is what you're supposed to do, that gives you some comfort because in your mind you think, oh, this is God's will because this person would know God's will. No, 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 no. Not when it comes to an abusive marriage. You don't want to make that kind of decision. Because most likely as an abused person, you've been... Um, most likely your spouse has probably made you feel like you can't make decisions on your own like you're stupid or you're not wise or you you make wrong choices i mean abusers do that to us right so your confidence in your own decision making abilities may have been damaged right but it's not damaged beyond repair i'm gonna tell you as someone who was in that situation i'll tell you it's not damaged beyond repair so and god is um i don't know what you've been taught i don't know what you believe but i'll tell you this god is interested in connecting with you personally than he's interested in in telling someone else what major decision you should make for your life I'll say that again. God is more interested in connecting with you personally. God is more interested in giving you wisdom for your own life than he is interested in speaking to someone else about major decisions you should make for your life. Okay? So I would encourage you to pray about it and not just pray oh you know god appear to me in some spectacular way and tell me what to do just pray sincerely that you need him to show you to give you um direction right and I trust God's going to do that. Now, sometimes God speaks to us and we don't want to, because that's not what we want or because maybe we're scared, we want to act like we don't know what that is, right? That happens. Um, but you have to be, you have to be sincere with yourself. Now, another thing is, before you begin to interpret whether or oh, what's happening, if this is God, you know, speaking to you or moving in the situation, you might need to re-examine your beliefs about God. If you are the kind of person who's been programmed by religion to believe that God wants you to suffer and the more you suffer, the more you are Christ-like or, you know, that sort of thing that can interfere with your ability to make 
the right decision in this kind of situation, right? Because sometimes abused women will begin to fall into this thought pattern of, oh, maybe this is how God wants to make me holy. This is, maybe this is how, maybe God is trying to use this abusive marriage to purify me. Um, no, <laughs> just no, that's not how God works. How, I mean, it really blew my mind when I started to study the Gospels just to kind of follow Jesus and how he does, how he treats people, the words that he says. And I realized that much of what I had been taught about God was a bunch of lies. You know, the Bible says Jesus is the express image of the Father. So if you're curious about the very nature of God, and if everything that you've learned about him is true, and whether he truly delights in your suffering, just look at Jesus. Just read the stories in the Gospels. And tell me one time that Jesus seemed to delight in someone's suffering. Tell me one time. It never happened. Tell me one time that someone was suffering and Jesus was like, Oh, this is going to make you holy and take you to heaven or some other crap like that. Not one time. It's amazing, isn't it? So you first have to like purge yourself of those kind of um, misconceptions about God. So that you can, so that when God tells you to do something that you, you, your religious mind just believes is completely wrong, you're not going to think it's coming from the devil. If you know what I mean. So ladies, that's, that's all I have on this episode. Um, shout out to everyone that's been, um, that's been interacting on the Facebook group. The Facebook group is called When Marriage Hurts, by the way. If you if you haven't uh, joined and if that's something that you want to do, it's a private Facebook group. And When Marriage Hurts, shout out to everyone who's interacted on there. Shout out to the newest members. And I'll shout out as well to those that follow the Instagram handle at When Marriage Hurts. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your interactions. And to those who send me private messages, um, sometimes on Facebook, sometimes on Instagram, I really appreciate you. I appreciate your feedback. I'm glad that the podcast has been of benefit to you. Um, Thank you so much. It's always great to hear from you. And ladies, until the next time that I come on the podcast... I just want you to know that God loves you so much and you're not too much. You are not whatever your spouse told you that makes you feel like you're too much or you're unlovable. I want you to know that it's not true. You know, Jesus considered you worthy enough to die in your place and God cares so much about you. And even when you feel alone, like you're alone, in 
in a in a dark pit in a dark valley i want you to know that god is right there with you because he said he would never leave you nor forsake you i want you to know that you are never alone all right until next time god bless